Hello, my name is Gary and this is episode 36 of EV Musings, a podcast about electric vehicles and things that are interesting to electric vehicle owners. Something slightly different today, this is the first in a series of quick pods looking at some basic concepts around EVs. Before we get started, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who subscribed to the podcast so far. One of our episodes, uh, episode 30, I believe, the apps, recently hit a fairly major milestone of being the first episode to be downloaded 200 times, all within a week or so of it being published. So thank you to everyone who did this. Uh, It's just me uh, this week. There's no Simon. He had to go and see a man about a dog. Our featured topic today concerns cables. Over the next few episodes, we're going to be focusing on one aspect of EV ownership in particular and providing a quick idiot's guide to that aspect. I read lots of social media posts from newbie owners that start with a variation of the following. I'm new to EVs and I was wondering if someone can explain about fill in the blank. The topic in question varies, but it tends to be something fairly fundamental. How do I charge? Which cables are which? What's a quick charge versus a rapid charge? You know the sort of questions. This was also brought to my attention after watching a recent episode of Maddie Goes Electric, where she took her new e-Nero out on a long-distance run, stopped at a charger on the motorway service area, plugged in, went away for some food, and when she came back 30 minutes later, it had only added a few miles of range, and the reason being that she'd plugged the wrong cable into the charge port. So today I'm giving you the idiot's guide to charging cables. If you've listened to anyone at all who has an EV, you'll know that they run on electricity. The clue's in the name, electric vehicle. So it would make sense to think that in order for this to happen, there has to be some way of getting the electricity from the grid into the car. This doesn't apply if you have a self-charging hybrid because A, they don't run on electricity, and B, there's no such thing as a self-charging hybrid. Getting electricity into your car is done via a charge port and a cable. Every electric car has a charge port somewhere on it. Some have more than one. Which one is which can be confusing. However, don't let this distract you. All you need to do is find the right cable to go into the right socket. There are basically two types of cable. There's the cable that you carry around with you to charge your car from a basic socket, either slow or, quote, fast, and we'll talk about this in a later episode. And then there's the cables which come attached to public chargers that are not meant to be taken away. If the cable is attached to a public charger, chances are it's a rapid or an ultra-high power charger. This is for putting lots of electricity into your car quickly. The cables which come attached to these chargers are usually quite thick, reasonably heavy, and have chunky adapters on the end of them. Some of them even have liquid cooling inside them to stop overheating. We'll come back to them in a minute. The cable you carry around with you in your car is generally called a Type 2 cable. It's easy to see if it's a Type 2 or not. Look at the connector on the end, the the bit that fits into the car. Look right down into the connector socket itself. Does it look a bit like a disc that's been slightly flattened on the bottom? Are there a number of small pins inside it? If so, it's a Type 2 cable. Just as a sidebar, there's an earlier version of this called the Type 1 cable, which is uh, much smaller and so rare, I'm not actually going to talk about it here. If you've got an early edition Kia Soul, then that's a tight one. Know that, then forget it. Type 2 cables are brilliant. They're designed to be the workhorse of charging cables. If you want to charge your car overnight, chances are you're using the Type 2 cable. If you're heading out to the cinema and you've left your car charging in a car park somewhere at one of those small discrete charging posts, 
chances are you've used the type 2. It charges the car by using alternating current or AC. And you don't need to know what AC means other than saying it's generally slower at charging than the other type, which is DC. And for more on the differences, have a listen to episode 7, Always Be Charging. Then there's the granny cable. It's called the granny cable for two reasons. One, it's very slow and it takes a long time to charge a car. And two, it's the cable you can use to charge a car when you visit your grandma. Assuming she's not one of the hip grandmas that already has an electric vehicle. The granny cable is very easy to identify. It will usually have the same Type 2 connector at one end that we talked about a few moments ago, and at the other end, along with a what they call a brick, uh, a box of electrics attached to the cable, it will have a domestic three-pin plug. Another sidebar, if you're listening to this in Central Europe or the US or anywhere around the world that doesn't use a three-pin plug on the end, you will have the local equivalent to domestic fitting. Granny cables are great for using, as I said earlier, when there are no other chargers available. If you're staying somewhere and can't find a Type 2 charger, or if you have, heaven forbid, run out of charge in the middle of a charging wasteland, simply find someone with a plug socket, plug in, and wait. And wait. And wait. It'll take some time, but it will fill your battery up. When you've got enough to move to the nearest charger, unplug, then head out. The key thing to remember about your Type 2 and your granny cable is that they are designed to work off AC. In other words, the domestic electricity that's generally provided to homes and businesses everywhere around the world. But as we've already said, it's not particularly fast, which is why we have DC chargers. Now, DC chargers are the larger units that allow you to go from, you know, around 20 to 80% charge in about 35 or 40 minutes. And they come with the cables already attached. Which brings us back to Maddie Moat and her charging problem. Do you remember when I told you that the Type 2 cable is disc-shaped but flattened at the bottom? A lot of DC fast chargers also have a connector that's a Type 2. It's disc-shaped with a flattened bottom. But the problem is it's still a Type 2 connector and it doesn't use rapid charge DC electricity. It still uses AC, which, as we've already said, is slow. As Maddie had only ever charged using the Type 2 cable at home, it was natural for her to use a Type 2 cable on the rapid charger. But that was the problem. She was expecting some DC rapid charge goodness and got instead some AC fast charge mediocreness. We'll talk about rapid versus fast charges in next week's episode. The other cables you'll find on rapid chargers are CHAdeMO and CCS. They both look similar until you check out the big connector that's attached at the end. If the connector at the end is cylindrical and it has what looks to be two prongs in the middle of the cylinder, it's a CHAdeMO cable. And this fits cars with the CHAdeMO connection, which generally are the Nissan Leaf and the early Kia Soul EVs. I think the Outlander plug-in hybrid EV also has uh, CHAdeMO. Now, this is a rapid charger, so it will stick high voltage DC into your battery really quickly. If the connector on the end is slightly bulkier and it appears to be taller than wider, chances are it's a CCS or a combo connector. The CCS cable looks like someone took a Type 2 connector and added a flattened bar onto the section at the bottom, the flattened section, and in that bar there are two more connecting pins. If you look at your car and it doesn't have a CHAdeMO port 
or a combo port, it's easy to think that it can't take CCS charging. But look carefully. Does the Type 2 socket on your car have a little flap or a cover at the bottom? If it does, remove it and see if it reveals an additional piece of socket that would accept the bigger CCS cable. Is it there? Good, because that's exactly where it goes. CCS or combo is also high powered DC and it will charge quickly. But what about Tesla, you cry? Well, Tesla are pretty much the same. A Tesla's AC connector is a Type 2, although Tesla modified a bit so you can't use your Type 2 connector at the supercharger if you're not driving a Tesla. And the Model 3 in Europe connects to superchargers using the CCS combo. Again, with the modification which stops non-Tesla cars from using the superchargers. And that's pretty much all you need to know about cables. You've got the granny cable, you've got the Type 2, and you've got the big ones that come attached to the chargers, also AC, and CHAdeMO, and CCS or Combo. Next week, we'll look at the other end of the cable and we'll talk about the chargers, why there are so many, what the different types are, and when you should use which ones. But it's time now for a cool EV or renewable thing to share with you. We've talked in the past about electric aircraft. In a fairly significant announcement uh, this week, Sweden announced that they're preparing all 10 airports in their country for electric powered aircraft and to have the first commercial e-airline operating by around 2025. And this is absolutely phenomenal and a real testament to the determination of the Norwegian countries to embrace an electric future. There are already initiatives in Sweden and Norway that touch on e-aviation and this announcement will build on those to make Sweden the first country to have an e-airline. In fact, the Swedish government has stated that it wants domestic air travel free of fossil fuels by 2030. Remember, 75% of worldwide airline flights were a thousand miles or fewer in range. If one country can make this step and prove that it works, the potential for other countries to do so and take a big chunk out of the 75% is huge. A link to the article is in the show notes. And that's our show for today. Hope you enjoyed listening to it. If you want to contact me, I'm the Real Gary C on Twitter or use the EV Musings Twitter account, Musings EV. If you're wanting a quick reference ebook to read on your Kindle, I wrote a little something called So You've Gone Electric. It's available on Amazon Worldwide for the measly sum of 99p or equivalent, and it's a great little introduction to living with an electric car. Links for everything I've talked about in the podcast today are in the description. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. It's available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you don't like listening to podcasts, you can even watch it, quote unquote, on YouTube. Please leave a review as it helps raise our visibility and extends our reach in search engines, which is all for listening. Bye-bye.